0: Good evening and welcome, brothers and sisters and friends. Uh, This is the first episode of Talk and Rejoice podcast uh, in the Harrisburg Ward of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, My name is Matthew Beecham, and for the time being, I I will serve as the host of the Talk and Rejoice podcast. Um, I've been a member of the Harrisburg Ward since January of 2019 when my wife and three children at the time uh, moved into the ward. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm, I really appreciate each of you taking the time to listen. Some backstory: uh, This is one of the first pod, ward podcasts um, in the area. I, I don't know of any other ones. I think there might be one in Greensboro, but this is the first, uh, certainly in this state. Um, you know, podcasts aren't a new aren't a new medium but they're certainly uh growing and uh, the variety is is incredible. Um I enjoy long form podcasts and interviews. Uh probably a byproduct of long road trips that uh my family and I take. Uh we do, you know, several uh road trips I have, like I said I've have four children. I have four children. Um so flying tends to be a little expensive and we enjoy the times in, in the car. Uh we do, you know, Several smaller road trips, the beach, uh, Florida, heading to D.C. in a couple months for the Washington, D.C. Temple Open House. Um, And every year we do a a pretty long road trip. Uh, You know, 2019, we went to to Utah for Thanksgiving. 2020, went to visit uh, a brother-in-law in Durango, Colorado. 2021, went to Nauvoo in the summer. Uh, as well as Utah and in, in the winter for Christmas and now, now in 2022 um, planning a trip to Yellowstone so pretty pretty sizable trips and and I get into a lot of podcasts um, on the way you can you know crank up the speed i, I like to I like to sit right about 1.7 speed uh, you can really click through some pretty in-depth discussions um, out on the op- open road and I really enjoy it. it's of my favorites Um one called Hardcore History, a guy named Dan Carlin, um, has a series of podcasts on certain issues. Um, five, six episodes, and those episodes are four to five hours apiece. So, jam packed, great storytelling, and I, I love it. Um, there's a Come Follow Me podcast I listen to weekly, um, called Unshaken Saints by Jared Halverson, who's the institute director at the University of Utah, and he, you know, every week's about anywhere from two and a half to four hours. Uh, talking just on the lesson that week. So uh, pretty in-depth. Um, I look forward to listening to that every week. But what about this? This is this is not really sitting on on church doctrine or anything. It's more more about stories, just talking to each other, getting to know each other. Um, and I think the roots for that in me is something I've been interested in for a long time. About 11 years ago, I was a senior in college at, at uh, UNCC, University of North Carolina at Charlotte. And I took a Holocaust history class. For the final project in that class, we participated and, and pulled resources from uh, the Shoah Foundation, um, University of Southern California, uh, program sponsored by Steven Spielberg. And the point, the focus of that project is to gather eyewitness testimony um, of survivors, of soldiers, of anyone who had experience with the Holocaust, um, friend, foe, uh, pretty much all sides. And we we were to take these things, take these clips and snippets, uh, interviews, and create a narrative uh, for a project. Um, That was pretty close to this particular project. My grandfather, uh, Ray Davis Beecham, served in the military, uh, served in Europe uh, during World War II, and was actively engaged in the liberation of, of two concentration camps, and um, you know, he brought back paraphernalia as well as, as pictures of of what they found when they got there, and so kind of intermingling these personal um, personal history artifacts um, with these eyewitness testimonies of the Shoah Foundation, really, uh, I was able to really create a, a quite impactful presentation. Of that project, I did score very well and, and made an A in that class. A um, couple years later, I, um, you know, growing up, uh, my paternal grandparents lived in Charlotte and I knew them quite well. Uh, my grandfather passed me when I was nine. Um, so that relationship didn't uh, mature with me. So, um, and my maternal grandparents. Uh, lived in, in Fort Worth, Texas. So we saw them about every other year. Um you know as as that type of relationship goes. Uh spring of twenty fourteen, I was twenty nine, just I've been married, um had two kids with one on the way. Um and my grandmother um had cancer and, and it taken a turn for the worst. Um and so the, the, the outlook was not long there was no out, long term outlook. Um so I picked a weekend and, and bought a plane ticket to go spend time with my grandparents. Um, well, the About a week and a half prior to when I was to fly out, my grandmother passed away. Um, so I did drive out with my father and a sister, uh, two kids, uh, one of mine and one of hers, uh, to that funeral. drove um, so out, attended and then drove back. Um, but I used the ticket. I kept the ticket. And the weekend after my grandmother's funeral, I drove out—I flew out, sorry—to hang out with my grandfather. Something I would never done one on one. We were able to go to the temple for a session that Saturday afternoon. Uh, my grandfather was an ardent temple worker; was a ardent temple worker, um, and had been for many, many, many years. So it was good to 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 spend the afternoon in the temple with him. And that night, you know, being in Fort Worth, Texas, I, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll treat him to the best steak dinner he could ask for in Texas. Any, any, anywhere in, in Fort Worth, he uh, liked like to go, we'd go, and I, dinner was on me. So he chose, um, you know, of all places, he, he chose Texas Roadhouse. Um, so loaded up in the car, and we drove to Texas Roadhouse. Got there, on you know, Saturday night in the spring. Uh, so it was pretty busy. And so we walked in, just the two of us. Uh, they said it would be, you know, forty five to forty five minutes to an hour wait. Um, so just okay, and uh, walked back to the car. So just just him and I for about an hour in the car with our, you know, waiting on our little uh, buzzer, to let us know when our table would be ready. Um, so I kind of asked him one of those one of those. Uh, it, might, it might be a cliche question, but I wanted to know. I asked him if you know I was twenty nine. I said if you could write a letter. To your twenty-nine-year-old self, what would you what would you say? What what counsel? What advice would you give? And I don't remember that he he mentioned any specific or, or poignant counsel, but he really went back in time and, and talked about his his time in the military. He he was a uh, in the Air Force and and fought in, in the Korean War. Um, talked about playing softball in the military and uh, meeting my grandmother and yeah. You know, their struggles and, and raising, they had seven children. My mother's the, the fifth of seven. Um, and talked about the joys and, and pains and, you know, things he wish he'd done better. And, you know, just you know, a straight hour of him, him talking and kind of reliving these events and how he kind of, you know, picked on an air force pilot and convinced him to, to land at the airport. He probably didn't need to, and ended up messing up the landing gear and, just all these different stories, these points in time that were significant to, significant to him um i mean we laughed and and got serious and and laughed again, so it was really it, it, it really stuck with me and so I think that was the moment that i It's just another moment in the in in my history where these kind of talking getting stories interviewing you know kind of lay the groundwork and then you know, jump to uh Jumped to 2019, my wife and I built a house and uh, we built a house with the, we, we, we bought a house in 2018, had it built with an unfinished basement with the goal of uh, finishing the basement to allow my wife's parents and her sister to, to move in with us. So we did, we finished it summer of 2019. We finished the basement as a two bedroom apartment and in November of 2019, we moved them down uh, to live with us and they've lived, lived with us ever since. Um, and as my in laws get older, as we all get older, my father in law gets older. He's not as spry as he as he was, um, you know, 15 years when I met him. And it's really kind of in, for a couple of years now. I wanted to do get to, to get their histories, to get you know his history, to get my mother in law's history, um, interview you know my parents, um, my aunts and uncles. Um, and, and other folks who are, you know, sig- play significant roles in my life. Um, as they get older, as, like I say, as we all get older, um, I don't, you, we, you never know how much time you have. And so that thought, that desire has, has been with me for, um, you know, two and a half years, almost three years. And um, in, in my personal life, I was, or in, in church life, I was called as the executive secretary. Uh, in the Hilliard, War, in the Harrisburg War, sorry, um, in May of 2019, um, served w- in, in the bishopric the there, and then, uh, and then in the first part of 2020, COVID hit, um, and all of the socialization, the the gatherings, the ward socials, even attending church uh, ceased. Uh, and about that time, as COVID hit, uh, different things in in the United States uh, reared their ugly head, and and really uh, kind of the ward was affected um, with you know, divisive rhetoric, uh, different different perceptions, different perspectives on on different events. Um, social media there were were some episodes where um, different members of the ward were, uh, may not have been as kind as they could have been on, on social media. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was, it was noticeable. It was palpable. Um, it was, there were, there were some pretty devi- divisive episodes. So, um, you know, that being said, we kind of dealt with, we dealt with COVID the best we could. Um, a great bishopric who, uh, you know, really tried to love and, and care for the ward as best we could, you know, from a social distance. Um, but as we began to meet back in person, um, you know, limited, limited basis, uh, one hour, then two hours, um, every other pew and things like that. Uh, one morning in bishopric meeting, um, the second counselor, Brother Justin Beasley, uh, mentioned uh, that he listened to a podcast called "Leading Saints." Uh, a, a man out of Salt Lake City, uh, a guy named Kurt Frankum, uh, who'd been a, a bishop, member of the stake presidency, you know, elders' home president, uh, kind of runs this foundation and does a podcast on on helping you know LDS leaders lead more effectively. And it's a unique leadership style in in, in a religious setting. Um, even you know, and and it, and it's a unique brand of leadership in in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. In this particular podcast, he speaks with you know, general authority, current general authorities, general authorities, um, emeritus general authorities, uh, state presidents, bishops, youth leaders, um, general officers of of the church uh, on a variety of different topics, and and uh, yeah, but all centering around um, how to lead, and often you know, how to love better the members of the ward. Um, and one of these episodes, you know, I went back to end of, I think it was November of 2021. One of the episodes was how to, the pros and cons of of, of a ward podcast. And so it, it really was, I, I was really impacted uh, by this particular episode. And so I made the decision to, uh, I felt impressed, felt inspired, if you will, to, to, um, you know, to search, to see, to see, to, to, uh, investigate the viability of doing a ward podcast. So I sent a text to, uh, Glenn Beckworth, who's the second counselor in the state presidency of the Charlotte central stake with whom I, I I've known as a friend, um, as a, as a employee, as a as a, uh, he was, he, he was my young men's president when I was, uh, twelve to sixteen. Um, I worked for him from the time I was fifteen to the time I was twenty two. Um, and I've known him as as a mentor, as a friend for thirty years. Um, so I texted him, said hey is is has anybody approached the state presidency with this idea and, and for and, you know and or for approval and he's and this was a Wednesday night. It was January 26, twenty twenty two. And he said no, but I like the idea and uh, we're gonna discuss it in the state presidency meeting tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, so I texted him right back. I said, "Hey, if you need, you know, I can I can write out kind of my ideas and kind of flesh out the the framework of this, you know, idea, of this podcast, and and maybe that'll that'll help in your discussions." He said, "Yeah, please do that." So I spent that night uh, writing out, you know, the idea and and how it worked. We exchanged some more emails the next day. He had other questions, and which I was able to answer. Um, so they discussed it that night. Uh, they discussed it a couple weeks later. The the state communications committee uh, discussed it, and then uh, on February 24th, he, he texted me in the morning. Uh, I was in my office, and he said, "Hey, give me a call." So I gave him a call, and, and he let me know that we have uh, approval and and that we could go ahead with this project. So about a month, um, so here we are. I, I invested a little bit of an equipment. Um, downloaded some free software, kind of educated myself on how to how to host and how to uh, publish a podcast, um, a, a lot of which I learned on that Leading Saints episode that I listened to at the end of 2021. Um, so here we are. I mean, it's I'm pretty excited. I'm nervous. You know, I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of hours of podcasts, but never hosted one. Uh, so this is gonna be a learning experience for me, and then I, I ask for your uh, patience um, and prayers if you have a, have a spare moment that you can. Um, I'll talk a little bit a little bit in a moment about you know what what the intent of this podcast is. A little bit about me. Uh, I was born and raised in Charlotte. Uh, there's not many of there there are a lot of us around, but uh, we kind of get drowned out and and. I've been called a unicorn several times in the past in, uh, different, different, uh, environments, most notably at work. Um, I was born and raised in Charlotte. I was born in the Charlotte second ward in the Charlotte central stake in 1984. Uh, actually Charlotte second ward, 1984, the central stake was not created until September of 1986. Um, So so I was in the old Charlotte stake when I guess, when I was born, um, so I was in the Charlotte second ward until about the fall of 1996. We had a new stake center built where we attend church now, 2500 Rocky River Road in Charlotte. Um, the second ward was renamed the University City Ward. Um, 1990 fall of 1996, I was a deacon. I was deacon, School and president, and so passing the sacrament was a big deal. New building, new new program, um, and so I was uh, I was pretty excited to do that uh, in the University City Ward until I was 18 and I went to the Hilliard ward, which is the YSA ward that meets at the Hilliard building. Uh, Coincidentally is, is, is right across the street from the house that my father grew up in on Hilliard drive. Uh, I served a a mission in the Montana Billings mission for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from April of uh, 2004 to April of 2006. Incredible, incredible experience. Loved it. Love every minute of it. A little atypical, um, Population density in Montana is not what it is, uh, say, in Taiwan, where my brother served. Um, so completely different, but um, incredible experiences uh, for that two years. Uh, I met my wife in the singles ward uh, in 2006, and uh, we dated. Um, and we were married in, in June of 2008. I have four children, uh, a son, a son. Born in a son Jackson, born in 2010. Daughter Kenzie, born in 2012. Another son Charlie, is born in 2014. And Grace, uh, our youngest daughter, born in 2019. Um, I have an undergraduate degree uh, in political science from the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, and an MBA from Wake Forest. And professionally, I work um, as as a strategic consultant. For our financial center channel at Bank of America, um, and ever since, uh, probably, probably about, you know, before my mission, but but during my mission, I became an ardent student of both church history and, and doctrine. Um, pretty, uh, pretty well read um, in both. Um, I, I really enjoy reading about nineteenth and early early twentieth century um, Mormonism church history uh church doctrine and 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 enjoy uh greatly studying those those topics but that has nothing uh that topic church history church doctrine has really nothing to do with this podcast uh, we're not going to be discussing church history or doctrine uh, we're not going to discuss uh, this week's uh, lesson in and come follow me we're not going to talk about the church and current affairs, or um, where the three Nephites are, or, or anything like that. This podcast is is uh, exists solely to convey um, our story, and and that's the point to to talk to one another to re- to really have a conversation, like I had with my grandfather back in 2014. To talk about us and to get to know one another better, um, you know how Christ, how the atonement has converted us, um, you know that's the name of the podcast. Talk and rejoice. It's uh, it's direct comes directly from uh, Second Nephi verse uh, chapter twenty five, verse twenty six. You know. We talk of Christ, we preach of Christ, and we rejoice in Christ. Um, so we're going to talk, and we're going to talk about Christ, and we're going to talk about his um, the effect he's had in our lives and uh, the trials that we've overcome through uh, him, through the atonement, uh, through the power of the atonement, and with the aim that, that our stories will help someone. Uh, both in our ward and without. Um, and that, you know, I feel like COVID has robbed us of two years of, of gathering socially, of talking, of speaking with one another, of getting to know one another better. Um, and the hope for this podcast is that through, you know, the sharing of our stories uh, that we you know, better understand the person or the family uh, sitting in the next pew or sitting a few pews away, sitting in the overflow, sitting in the front row, um, and kind of reconnect us on 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 that spiritual level that you know we're not you know one faction or another faction we're not um, we're individuals we are we are beloved sons and daughters of, of of heavenly parents and if in some small way this podcast helps us understand and act on that principle to see and, and treat one another as, as, as God does, then, uh, then I think we'll, we'll have made a, a hefty contribution to, to ourselves and to the ward and, and to one another. I genuinely look forward to this opportunity. I love speaking with people. I love hearing their stories. Um, haven't yet determined a, cadence maybe once a month maybe twice a month uh episodes you know anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes you know sweet spot probably 45 where you can you know turn the speed up a little bit one and a half times and 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 sit back and listen to somebody you see on sundays that may become uh, more of a friend on sundays um and and every other day uh Again, I'm excited, I'm nervous, um, but ultimately um humbled to to have this opportunity to to get to know each 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 of the interviewer each each of the individuals I, I have the opportunity to interview, get to know them better, um and contribute some some small um offering to to the ward. I ask for each of your help with this. We we definitely can do it. I can't do it by myself. We'll definitely be able to, to um, achieve something special uh, together. And, and that's ultimately the point. Again, I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity. And uh, say this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.